Welcome to Life Church Bath, and thank you for choosing this message. If you'd like to learn and hear more about who we are and what we get up to, please go to our website at lifechurchbath.com. Enjoy the message. Hi, good morning. I feel the Lord wants to call some people today. And when the King calls you, there's nothing more amazing. So would you just stay alert and ready for anything he wants to do? Um, I don't know where to go because I prepared an hour's worth. And uh, um, let, let me just try and get in somewhere, and we're, I'm going to watch carefully because I, I do want to. I do want to pull where the Lord wants to pull, so we can respond to His heavenly call. And um, uh, when I came to this community, this church. Uh, 48 years ago, uh, it was extraordinary that with 50 people, a real rag bag, if I can not upset anybody here, who was there then, a real rag bag bunch of people who were just radical for Jesus. But the thing that struck me, I'm going to say it very intentionally, because when God's got a heavenly mandate, he never changes his mind. And 48 years ago, I heard in that rag bag bunch that there was a call even then from heaven to affect nations. Amazing, unmistakable. It was ridiculous, 50 people in a little city in England and God's saying you're called to affect nations. But how many of you know the Lord always gets the last word on things? And um, uh, I'll just say it again, the, the word Antioch was already around upon this community 48 years ago. Jonathan's referred to it. Antioch was a church in the book of Acts that had an extraordinary grace upon it. And uh, the grace on it meant its eyes were not just on itself, its eyes were on other cities and other nations. And the scripture Jonathan referred to is this. While they were worshiping and fasting, which you all love doing, the first one anyway, while they were doing that, the Holy Spirit said this. Let me repeat it to you. <clears throat> Acts 13. Set apart for me, the Lord, the King. Set apart for me. Can I just say, it's not about filling church roles. It's about answering the call of the King of Kings. Set apart for me, um, Barnabas and Saul. Listen, for the work... <clears throat> for which I have called them to do. So many people get restricted into a conformity the Lord never intended because they forget who actually called them, what he called them to. And so that wonderful sense of the Holy Spirit saying, now I want to set you apart, Jesus, for him, for the work to which he has called you to do. How many of you know that, have you ever found out if you do the wrong work, it's really exhausting? If you do the wrong things in the name of Jesus, which he never asked you to do, it's really tiring. But when you slip into the work he called you to do, there's a glorious sense of some kind of breath has come upon your path that you were born for. How do you understand that? I'm, I'm fumbling to get into something. Yeah. Will you stay with me? <clears throat> Set apart for me. Jesus, 
for the work I have called them to do. I feel like we're in a period where there's a roar from heaven beginning to come into the hearts of many of his people to return right into the heart of what he called you and set you apart for. It's not that your enemy's doing wrong. I just mean sometimes we almost get grounded down, grinded down or grinded, whatever, by the sort of other stuff and we forget the one reason we're on the earth is for the work he called us to do. I've had an incredible adventure in my life. I, I've so messed up at times. I've so, but all in all, I have to say following the king is the greatest adventure you could ever have. Huh? He's not a hard taskmaster. He's a glorious king. He kind of swings by you and says, will you come with me? I wanted to go to Isaiah 6, but I won't. But if you want to read that as well, that's another scripture we could go to, which is a glorious, glorious um, passage of scripture where the Lord in the heavenly council says, whom shall we ascend? Who, who, who will go? Do you remember that passage? It's Isaiah 6, all right? As though, Lord, have you, have you got run out of options? Is that why you're asking? Is it you're not sure who to choose and you haven't got anybody left? No, I think there's a heavenly council that puts a question out in front of our path as though, Please, would you just respond, but I'm not going to force you or make you or coerce you, but whom can we send? And Isaiah, if you remember, just says, send me, send me. And then he's given the message to go with. I think the community of God's people have been through a very testing period the last few years, haven't they? When the world has, but I'll just talk about his church has been through a very testing period. Very testing. Some people have experienced incredible loss, pain, real perplexities, almost a sense of, God, what is going on? But I actually believe right now if you're like in the aftermath of some really challenging things, some of you in the room here, I, I want to say if the best I can, I believe the Lord is awakening our hearts to a fresh sense of his call. And it's like when he does that, you know, there's a sort of almost like, oh my goodness, there is again, that little pull from heaven, something going on by the spirit of God where he's awakening his people to be mobilized again. And so the call on this church, I tried to say before, 48, 50 years ago, remains upon this community to be fulfilled from when the Lord planted it in the first place. I talked to Peter Reynolds the other day, and I said, Peter, Peter, when was the word Antioch given to this community? And he said, oh, right at the beginning. I thought it was, as though the Lord had called us to be an Antioch-type church whose hearts would beat with his coming kingdom and loose many to go as wherever they were directed. Years ago, um, and this is on the back of me saying there's been great loss amongst many people. It's 12 o'clock. It's 12 o'clock. Oh, goodness. Jonathan, I forgive you. <laughs> Years ago, I went through a very bleak patch. And I lost any sense of the call that I had had. And it was horrible, just like, I don't know, I just kind of went along doing what I had to do. 
And I was in America in a prayer room. I've never really shared this, but I'll share it because it came to my mind this morning. I was in a prayer room. And it's the only time I've ever, if you like, I think, heard the audible voice of God. Or had a glimpse of his face. Having had a pretty dismal time. I didn't mean to share this. And... um, And it was like Jesus came in the room and looked at me with the eyes of incredible love. And this is what I heard him say. Will you come with me again over the mountains? Will you come with me again, Paul? Will you trust me again? Will you let go again to come with me? And I knew exactly what it meant. It wasn't, will you do this job? Will you? It's like, Paul, will you come with me again on the adventure I've got for you over the mountains, whatever that means, but will you? And I, I remember, it seemed like I went into some, I don't know what it was, but I remember deeply moved as though, how could I say no? I couldn't say no because the eyes of love were the best thing I could ever have touching my heart to give me the trust again to let go and go with him where he wanted to take me. And from that moment, I can't remember what year it was, I don't know, maybe 2008 or something. From that moment, the grace lifted off certain things I'd been doing and it came heavily upon where he wanted to take me. And I knew, I knew the road had changed at that moment and the adventure was on again. There was no pressure in the room. There was nothing in his eyes that said, I'm the king, you better do it. Although he is, he had every right, but it was like, Paul, will you come with me again? And I believe um, he is awakening his people, if you like, to take risks again of stepping out from where they've been and saying, here I am, Lord. I'm, I'm up for it. Will you, will you send me? Will you, will you take me on on your adventure? And we could, I could have talked ages about kind of going to countries today, but I, I want to just say, I, I, it's not just other countries. You are an ambassador of heaven with a message of reconciliation for all around you, whether it's here, your neighbor, the city, your work, or even other nations, and there are other nations in this room even beating here today, I know that, but I wanna say we're all ambassadors sent from heaven with a message of reconciliation wherever you are, aren't we? You just have to say yes, please, all right? Because that's the greatest calling, is to be sent as an ambassador. And, um, There's something quite costly following the voice of the Lord as well as something deeply fulfilling. There's a cost, isn't there? I've got to let go. (laughs) I've even got to think, God, will you show up if I do step out and start going along that road? Will you show up? Will Will you be there for me if I take this risky thing of stepping out from where I am and beginning to follow you in what you want? Will you be there for me? Will there be provision? I'm so busy anyway. How can you possibly ask me to do more? And we go through all those little myriad of things. But I'm here to tell you the call of God is upon many in this room. And he's awakening that call. And every time we step out and say, well, God, here I am. 
It's not like he says, right, here's your orders. It's like he takes your feeble yes, your frail yes, and he says, I'll take you on a journey you were born for. Some weeks ago, Jonathan here was talking about put your sails up. Do you remember? In that glorious series on Revelation, which is still hanging in the air, as though the Lord was preparing us, even in those letters, to sort of get ourselves in line and say, here we are, Lord, as well. And the word that came prophetically somewhere was, if you put your sail up, he's going to blow his breath into it and you'll be on the move. But he never coerces or forces us. He just looks you and me in the eye and say, will you come with me? Will you? Will you? You've no idea what you were born for. And um, so there's a cost, but there's also a joy. And there's no time left. <laughs> I'm, I'm, do you mind if I go for it a little bit? Is that all right? You, I've got the microphone. It's really tricky for you to say no. But you hope I won't go on too long. No, I'm serious. There's a call. He's awakening his people. I'm going to keep you. We are being awakened. Not just in a moment, not just a Sunday, but week after week, the breath of God is beginning to move. There's a fresh roar coming into our hearts. And I don't, I, I'm really sorry to say this, but I've combed the Bible and I cannot find the word retire in it anywhere. <laughs> Rubbish. You just, I've looked. Honestly, if you can, please bring me the word. No, I'm. No, 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 because I'm telling you, there is nothing you'd ever want to do to slip away from that ultimate mandate to finish all he called you to, to your last breath. I'm speaking to you. I don't care if you're 80, 20, 15, the call of heaven remains strong, fiery, and bright for everyone who dares to say, here I am, Lord. I'm up. Would you send me? And some of you here have some nations beating in your heart today. And in a minute, I'd like you to come and stand here and say, here I am, Lord. It's not we're all going to get jumping on an airplane. I get that because you're an ambassador wherever you are, in whatever your arena is, you're an ambassador of heaven. But I feel like the Lord wants to put some fresh anointing of confidence, courage, trust, something inside you that says, like I did in that day years ago in, in, in America, I just said, God, how can I say no? but I'm a bit scared of what it means because I've got comfortable in my sort of coping with where I was then. I'm comfortable and I don't know whether I can dare to risk and just one look from his eyes settled inside me. I'm here, Lord. And I want to invite you to do that today. I, don't, I, I, I want to invite you to stand here and say, I'm here, Lord. Send me wherever it is. Send me. Some of you here, I felt it earlier on, some of you here are actually in a decision point where, where, where you know he's pulling on you for something, but you just can't quite make the step to let go of where you are and then follow him into that, whatever it is, that area. Set apart for me, Paul and Barnabas, for the work to which I've called them to do. Yippee, that's about the best shot I've got two countries, oh, well, I'm going to be careful here. So would I stand up, please? That'll be a sign we're going to get there. Just start praying in the spirit a bit. Could you just, around the room here? Yeah, good. 
Yeah, John's just reminded me, in the room are people from other nations already who've been sent here, which is the history of this community, if I could say it again. Ever since those 50 people, there were always people coming in from other nations. And here today, some of you are from other nations. <clears throat> in a minute, we want to pray over you. Do you know there are 13,000 international students in this city at this time? 13,000 international students in this city at this time. <gasps> I, I, I'm, I'm, ah. But you, and can I just say, I honestly believe revival and harvest is brewing right across the earth for the greatest move of God ever seen. I want to stand and say, here I am, Lord, don't you? I kind of just want to keep doing it almost every Sunday. Lord, take me on. Keep blowing on these sails. I'm putting them up. Blow on the sails of my heart. There's um, the, the, one, the, the one thing I had here. There's someone, I don't know whether this is the Lord, but I'll try it anyway in case. Someone here who's got a call to Egypt. I want to pray over you today if you are here, if I got that. Egypt, Egypt, Egypt. It's beats in your heart. And there's also, um, there's... <laughs> You just listen one carefully. There's a couple here. I think it's a couple. And you have a calling from the king to be set apart to serve with Pete and Barbie in the nation they're in. And you know it. I think it's a couple. You know it because as soon as I start talking, it's just kind of like a, 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 you know, a, a real pumping inside you. Your call. I'm going to speak it again. I want you to respond if there's a couple in the room and you're called to serve with Pete and Barbie. I won't mention the nation, but you know if it's you, I want you, please, come and talk to me or, or whatever because I, I've had that word given to me to say it. It's been for weeks and weeks. I've been waiting for the chance. So I'm pausing. It's a big deal. If there's a couple here, you know, or if it's a single person and you know you're called to be with them, please come forward in a minute. Can you? Is that all right? Ah, I don't know what to do, really. Would you like to just come stand out here at the front here if you want to respond and say, here I am, just now. Quick, quick. Quick, quick, there's many and many of you. It's not for me. We're going to pray. We're just going to pray, anointing, and, and other nations in the room come and stand. In fact, just stand for whatever, but it's not for me. It is to say, here I am, Jesus. Come, 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 come. It's not just for other nations. It may be just an assignment that you know you somehow it's time to give yourself more to and let go of any any restriction that's on you. Just come. Stretch right across here, please. Let's have that. Can we? Just come on down. Jesus. Father, we thank you that you gave us the greatest adventure anyone could have very personally marked out for each of us. Robin and Sue, I want you to come and pray for people as well and fear if you're available. Just stay in the spirit here. Ooh, 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 Peter, come on. Alison, come on, pray. Come on, let's bless these precious people. Father, in the name of Jesus. Father, let your fragrance fall upon these men and women standing here. And Father, I pray for that fresh grip and call of the King 
to invade our journeys. Lord, I ask you to set us apart. Set us apart from normality and comfortableness. And Father, we even repent of passivity that we just stay where we are when you're calling us. But God, I pray that the fresh upward call of heaven invade every heart here. Father, I ask for an outpouring of confidence and of courage. Lord, of a faith to go when you say go. God, a trust when there's no resource, but you're saying go. Father, would you sweep over us as a company of men and women with a mandate to affect many, many nations in this earth. I'm going to just finish with this as I look around the room, if I may. I'm going to declare he does not call without the provision financially to enable you to do the work he's called you to do. And I'm just going to say it out loud. Also, he does not call without healing your body to be able to do what he called you to do. So in the name of Jesus, as you've stood here vulnerably today, I release heavenly provision and healing in the name of Jesus to fill your path so that you are equipped, resourced, and able to do the work he sets you apart to do. I bless provision and I bless physical healing to enable you to fulfill the work he gave you to do in the name of Jesus. And today, those of you who stood here, we thank you for offering your hearts and lives afresh for that call. Cool.